Alrighty, uh, can you just give me a count from one to three, please, so we can get a, a good audio check done? Sure. Hi, this is Kayla. One, two, three. All three, right. two, one. And again, please, Kayla. Hi, this is Kayla. Uh, one, there two, we three. are. There we are. Okay, great. Okay, so what? How this is? Uh, you'll be on tonight at all, at um, eleven o'clock Eastern. We're doing this as a pre-record. Um, we don't take commercials. We don't do the news that's put in post-production. All told, it'll take about forty-four minutes. Sounds good. Okay. Just have to wait for the computer to generate the FCC number. Okay, we've got that. Craig and Master Control. Can you rack me up, please? Uh, Craig, that doesn't look right for some reason. Oh, I see. Okay. All right, Kayla, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Let's make <laughs> magic here. Craig, to, uh, let me know. Give me my cue in 10 seconds, please. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the x everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the x It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the x comes to you Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. Eastern until 3, p.m., 3 a.m. Eastern, Right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around this great big world of ours. Now, if you would like to send us an email, studio at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and our radio website at exxonradiotv.com. You know, one of the greatest parts about this job is I have the opportunity of speaking to some of the most interesting, caring, informative people in the world, and I can bring them to you, the members of the Exxon Nation, so they can share their message and help this world of ours be a better place for one and all. Such is the case of my first guest tonight, Kayla Ambrose is our guest. She has written for the Huffington Post, the Examiner, AOL, Yahoo, and Fate Magazine, and presents workshops nationally on the mind-spirit-body connection, including auras and energy fields, developing entrepreneur intuition, Haunted History and Wisdom Teachings at the Omega Institute, John Edward Presents Infinite Quest, Edgar Casey's ARE, The Learning Annex, Lilydale Assembly, Daily Om, and through her online school, the Academy of Mystical Arts and Spiritual Sciences. We're going to be talking to uh, Kayla this hour about her new book published by our good friends at Llewellyn, The Awakened Psychic. 
you'd like to get more information about Kayla after the show, people, not during the show, that's a no-no. No, it's not. You can do that and listen at the same time. I know you can. www.exploreyourspirit.com. And joining me now is a good friend of mine and a good friend of the X-Zone, Kayla Ambrose. And Kayla, always great having you back here in the X-Zone. How have you been, dear friend? Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be back. And I love your show. I love the intro, too. I love O Canada, the music there. And you know, I love Canada. I used to live in Alaska, so I've driven the Alcan Highway over there oh many gosh. times and yeah. passed in and out. <laughs> well, it's great having you back with us. I always enjoy our conversations. They they seem just to fly right by. But I want to congratulate you, first of all, on your new book, The Awakened Psychic. What's it about? Thank you. I'm so excited. I just got a great review from Publishers Weekly, which was such an honor, and and uh, love that they like the book and are excited about it, too. And mm-hmm. The book basically is that I believe everyone has psychic ability, and that's what I'm passionate about teaching, is it's great if you want to go to a psychic sometime and get some clarity. We all do that to hear, you know, someone who doesn't know us to get their opinion. Sure. But each of us have those abilities as well, and we can use it in our daily lives. And I teach, I've taught police officers, I've taught emergency rescue, I've taught people in the military, Mm -hmm. uh, people in the United Nations, all types of people in finance and politics and uh, the tech world that uh, how to tap into their intuition and people already do it they call it their gut feeling yeah uh, you know or mother's intuition and I just show them how to heighten that and really become the psychic that they're meant to be that is fantastic and I know as an ex-police officer that I used to go with those gut feelings those hunches yeah and if you listen to that little voice inside of that feeling you will never ever ever go wrong It's true. My father was a police officer, and I used to go to work with him Mm -hmm. and play detective, and I had my Nancy Drew kit that I brought with me. Oh, my gosh. I would, you know, look at the reports and listen to the guys talk, and and they would talk about that. A lot of cases that they solved were really a feeling that they had about something, that this is the right direction, this is where we need to dig deeper, this is the person that we need to to lean on more to get them to talk, you know. And they're they're very psychic. They just don't want to call it that. Well, I, I think thanks to people like you and other credible people within the psychic realm, that, that is changing, Kayla. And you and I will be discussing more on the other side of this break as we continue here in the XM with our special guest of this hour, Kayla Ambrose. Once again, her new book, The Awakened Psychic, is published by our friends at Llewellyn. And you can visit Kayla's website at exploreyourspirit.com. I am Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Kayla Ambrose and I return on the other side of this break as we continue broadcasting around the world on the Exome Broadcast Network and talk stream live from our studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Okay, that's number one. We're just queuing up the next segment, Kayla, which is 14 minutes. What police force was your dad on? He was a state trooper where I grew up in Louisiana. Fascinating. You know, the more I do the show, the more I'm learning that a number of family of police officers are involved with what you and I talk about all the time. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I find the same thing, too. It's very interesting. I used to work for the clerk of court in two different states, actually. So, mm-hmm. And at one time, I was going to go to law school. I was trying to decide in college whether I was doing communications or law school, and I guess you can figure out which way I went. <laughs> yes, I do, and I'm glad you did. <laughs> we're just, Me too. <laughs> we're just trying to find a good... Oh, let's use that one. Yeah, Craig, that sounds great to me. Um, if you wouldn't mind, Craig, that would be super. Thanks, buddy. All right, Craig, let's do it in 10 seconds. Give me my tone, please. Thank you.
Welcome back, everyone. Kayla Ambrose is our very special guest. We're talking to Kayla today about her new book that has just been released by our good friends at Llewellyn, The Awakened Psychic. And uh, Kayla's website is exploreyourspirit.com. Kayla, how does Explore Your Spirit, I'm sorry, The Psychic, uh, The Awakened Psychic, differ from other books that you've published? Like, you're a very busy lady. Thank you. Yes, I've... Uh call myself your travel guide to the other side. Mm, I love a few that. Books and <laughs> thank you. My other book with Llewellyn is the first in the series, actually, called The Awakened Aura, to teach people to see auras. And mm-hmm. and uh, the psychic book is the second in the series. There's another one coming out with Llewellyn in this series, The Awakened Dreamer, from me, that'll be out next year. So I'm kind of covering all the bases. How this book, I think, is different, The Awakened Psychic, is I wanted to take the woo-woo out of the of this belief, mm-hmm. which you were mentioning right before break, and that it's a, it's a normal ability that when we used to live more uh, in the country, you know, or out in the woods, that we relied on these things more because we had to. We had to have a heightened sense of our intuitive abilities. Right. And, and uh, you know, so they, we picked up on things. And now that we've become more domesticated, we've kind of put, pushed that away and gone into the other side of the brain thinking things out logically, which is good. We need to do that, too. We can't be all, you know, reactionary. But it, the, this is a natural ability that everyone has. It's not some super secret mm-hmm. gift that only the few can have. And the only difference, I say, is that while I can train you in the book and I'll show you the techniques, you have to do the work. It's like anything. If you practice, the more intuitive you'll get. And and um, that's kind of what I wanted to explain there. I wanted to debunk the myths of it, show that it is available to everyone, and if you will do the exercises that I put in the book, you'll become more psychic, and you'll learn the difference, too, between what's an intuitive hunch and what's, what's psychic. An intuitive hunch is... You know, a feeling you have, but you have no real grounding on it. But when you're psychic, you have a knowing, as I call it, and you know this to be true or you know it to be real. And I show people how to do that in very practical ways, Um, you know, how to – use it in their business. I I coach and I teach a lot of people that are in the finance world and tech world and other companies like that, how to see future trends three to five years ahead of time so that they can, you know, decide where they're taking their company and and get a jump on it. And that's available. It's uh, the techniques are there to learn to do and, and to see those future trends, whether you're building a business or you want to set goals for yourself personally, or you just want to be more intuitive to connect with your family and friends and, and understand them better too where does the information that you as as a as a very gifted young lady and those that you teach about your technique and and how to get the the mysticism out of out of the psychic realm bring it back to the natural world where i believe it belongs as well where does this information come from that hasn't yet occurred Oh, where the information comes from. Well, what I say is Mm -hmm. that you already have all of the information inside of you. And that's what I do as your travel guide to the other side, is I teach you step-by-step how to unlock it. And it's right there, whether you call it your higher self, uh, whether you're more scientific and you call it the super consciousness, uh, it's it's that energy that's that's there, that uh, that you're opening, that conscious self that has the connection to the other side where all that is is already there. And we get lost because we're here on Earth in the third dimension mm-hmm. of time. And so we see time is linear. We think it hasn't happened yet. Once we connect to the higher self or the super consciousness, we're in those higher planes of existence where time doesn't exist like we experience it right now in on our earthly plane so once we tap into that there is no future in the same way we can tap into what's coming or what has happened and and do and you know people ask me okay well can you give me the lottery numbers or (laughs) can you tell me things like that and you can't always see everything so perfectly you you feel it more and you sense it and I remember one time someone was trying to get me to predict a football game and I said you know I can predict games that uh where there's a big upset and there's a a lot of excitement Mm -hmm. because you feel this emotional outburst that's so much greater and so you can tap into those things in the future and feel that energy but you still have to practice to discern what is what does that mean is that energy I'm feeling excited and happy and can I tap into which team that is that won or is it uh, disappointment and a big upset like 
you know, one of the bigger college teams that, you know, was ranked number three, just lost to a, a, a no, a nobody team, you know, and so there's a major upset. So you have to be able to practice and tap into which way it's going. Um, but you could get that clarity where you might could see which team's going to win, but it doesn't mean you'll know the exact score that, you know, it's not like reading a newspaper where, you know, okay, it's 31 to 18 or something. So that's why I say it's an, it's an art and not a science. And, I named my school that, the Academy of Mystical Arts and Spiritual Sciences. Some things are more scientific. You can uh, go that, to that level, like astrology and things that are more mathematical. And some things are the art where you're feeling it more, and it's, uh, you know, it's not as concrete mm-hmm. in that way. If we have free will, how can the information that is brought back to a gifted psychic how can that be so certain? Because you don't know after giving somebody a reading if based on the information that you gave them, it was based on them leaving the chair and turning to the right, getting into their car and either turning right or left. How does this work? When Where does free will fit into the entire scenario? I love that question. And, you know, if, if, uh, if you are speaking to a psychic, anyone, mm-hmm. uh, if they have good ethics, they should be telling you that, that what they're telling you is what they see at the moment and that you have the free will to change that outcome at any given minute. And any psychic that doesn't tell you that, walk away, because if they have good ethics, they're going to be truthful and tell you that. What I see as a psychic and someone who sees auras is I see what you're creating around you at the moment. Uh, you are creating kind of the path that you're on and where you're heading with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your actions, with what you're worried about, with what you're attracting to you. So I see that in your aura. I see that in your field. When I go over and see your Akashic records and, and tap into the other things there, that's where I see is where you're heading based on the actions and thoughts and the direction you're going. If you decide... 10 minutes later to change your thinking and change Mm -hmm. your life, change your actions, you've immediately changed your future. So the outcome is always fluid and can always change. What a psychic is seeing is just a projection of where you're heading based on, you know, what you're doing, unless you change it, if that makes sense. It it does. Just let me scratch off this. Uh, Kayla cannot give me the winning lottery numbers. All right, so Craig will scratch that off. (laughs) If I could, Rob, I'd be talking to you from an island right Uh, now. (laughs) You see, that's what I love about you. You're very honest. You're very down to earth. You take the the woo-woo out of the psychic field. And I believe, Kayla, that this is what the world needs more of, is get rid of the mysticism, get rid of the, uh, the woo-ness surrounding it. And like you said, it's natural. Yes, and it's, it's, you know, every psychic should mm-hmm. tell you, anyone who's doing this work, that like any other business or field or expertise, you have good days and not good days. Sure. And there are days where, you know, I, if I'm sick, I'm not going to do a reading. If mm-hmm. I'm not feeling my best, I'll tell my clients, you know, this is not a good time. Let's reschedule. And they trust me because they've been with me for years, and they appreciate that. They want me when I'm at my best and can give my best. And mm-hmm. no one else has been held to the levels that psychics are. You take the best baseball player out there who yeah. can hit a home run on their – they never are guaranteed to hit a home run every single time they're up to bat. But somehow we've turned psychic ability to that you better be 100%, 100% of the time – or else it doesn't exist. And that's just not true. It's We're humans. We're, you know, even with the information we get, we still have to process it as the person we are. And I learn more and better myself and better my craft every day, learning more and working on myself more. And mm-hmm. and that, that I guess that is honest. That's what I feel. You know, it's like anything else. And, and uh, I think that's why I've had clients for so many years, because they know me and they trust me. And and, you know, I'm pretty accurate, too, so it works out. <laughs> Plus, you're a real nice lady. But my question, <laughs> the question I'm going to ask you, please, I don't want to offend anyone out there. Why would a person go to a psychic? Well, I think that a lot of people go to them to uh, tap into something that they want to know. Mm-hmm. 
And that, you know, when you go to, you, okay, I'll tell you something funny, Rob. I've been okay. in this business so long that I have over 15 therapists around the country that send their clients to me. When their clients have gone through therapy wow. and they say, um, there's nothing more you can really talk about. It's time to take action. They say, go see Kayla because she's going to psychically tap into what's going on with you, you know, on that spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to give you action items to go do to make your life better. And that's what I do as a psychic. I just don't tell you about some things coming. I say, look, here's how you can live your best life. Here's how you can, you know, make this happen. I I can see your dreams and these goals, and here's why you're not getting them, and here's what you can do to make that difference and go create your future, you know, the future of your dreams. So I, I don't just tell you. I then give you information to go do better. And so it's taking it a step beyond therapy in that way, where mm-hmm. uh, with therapy you more – just listen, right? Or the person listens, but they don't tell you too much to do. Right. So I guess I'm more of an active psychic guide. And I can only speak for me, you know, why people see psychics are sure. for all kinds of reasons. Is it, I've heard it said and theorized that the future has already happened. What we're doing is we're living in the progression of of our being through the future that has already been played out. And if this is true, is this what psychics could be tapping into? Yes, that's kind of what I was talking about, stepping out of the the confines of third dimension and Mm -hmm. going up into the fifth dimension where, uh, you know, time and space don't react the same. So you can see the future, but it's just like you can see the ocean or you can see a lake, you know, or a pond, and you see what it looks like and what it's going to look like in an hour. But if you go throw a big rock in there, you can make a big splash and change the currents, and it'll still be the lake or the pond or the ocean, but it's going to have a different reaction. So you can kind of mess with your destiny a little bit like that, right? And that's the mm-hmm. free will that you can do with it. Has the Internet been an asset or a hindrance to professional psychics like yourself? I, I think the Internet's amazing, uh, you know, and this is how I describe it. It's mm-hmm. The uh, Hindus describe the ages that we go through. They say we're ending the age of Kali Yuga and entering a new age. You hear others talk about the golden age to come. And in astrology, uh, in Western astrology, we talk about we're in the age of Pisces. And I believe that we have uh, left the age of Pisces and we're in the age of Aquarius. And Aquarius was known as the water bearer. Mm -hmm. He was up there with the gods and they had all this, they had ambrosia, and they had, which was the food of the gods and the wisdom. And so he was feeding it to them and serving it to them, and he would look down from the clouds above and see humans suffering on the earth plane, and the gods wouldn't do anything to help. So when they weren't looking, he dipped the, his pitcher into the, the water with the wisdom, and he poured it over the side and let it come down and rain down to humans so they could receive this wisdom that the gods enjoyed. That's what the age of Aquarius is about. And it means that this wisdom just literally comes like out of the air, and all of a sudden it's available. And when people say, how are we in the age of Aquarius? And I'm, I'm like, look at the Internet. Anything at your fingertips in the blink of a moment. Google is like... Like the, the modern age oracle. You have a question, you Google it. You can get almost anything. And so you, that is just such a powerful tool, the Internet, and how we can connect at a global You know what? You and, I, you and I have to take our break. Please stand by. Exonation, Kayla Ambrose is our guest. ExploreYourSpirit.com, and we'll be back on the other side of the short break right here in the Exxon from our broadcast center with yours truly, Rob McConnell, in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. All right, Kayla, we're just doing a real fast reset. The same thing, 14 minutes. And Craig, can you please get me, uh, pick me out a nice uh, bumper, you know, the the way of the show is going. So can you uh, find something for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I get to talking and I don't even see the time. <laughs> don't worry about it. That's what I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a funeral, Craig. Try something different. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. There you go, Craig. 
Oh, he said he played the funeral music because he knows he, he knows he's not going to win the lottery. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a guy! All right, Craig, can I get the tone in ten seconds, please? Thanks, buddy. Exxon Nation, we've got an exciting year just starting here in the Exxon. This is our 25th year of broadcasting. Over the 25 years, we've still published the X-Chronicles newspaper each and every month. We've got a TV show. We have five radio channels that we supply the world with the Exxon. We're on radio stations around the world, satellite program providers, with one very special and simple session. All we want to do is to make a positive change in one listener's life during the four hours that we're on. That's all. And this is why we bring on guests like Kayla Ambrose this hour, is to help us get a better understanding about the world we live in so that we can become better people and that we are part of the solution, not part of the problem. Kayla's website is exploreyourspirit.com. Her new book, The Awakened Psychic, Put up by our good friends at Llewellyn. Um, what are what should people look out for? What are the red flags that listeners should uh, be weary of when trying to find a psychic that is legitimate instead of one of these call one nine hundred ripoff psychics? I think, and you talked about you know the internet, and that's mm-hmm. one of the greatest tools is that psychics now can have websites and. And um, you can research them. You can see what they offer and how they listed. And they should list uh, when they when you ask them for a reading mm-hmm. what their policies are and tell you you know what you're going to get and what you won't get and how much time it will be and what and what they can promise. And don't be afraid to ask them. You know if you're for the first time. You know what yeah. actually can you see? What abilities do you have? Because different psychics have different abilities and not all can do the same. And Google them as well. You know you can see videos of them doing their work you mentioned earlier like for me that i you know that i was on uh, john edward infinite quest another i teach all over the country and i have the videos there on my website you can watch where i'm live on john edward that was his internet show mm-hmm. with callers coming in and i'm reading them you know on video or over the phone reading their auras reading them psychically people i've never met that are just wow. calling in so you get an idea of my work and how i do it and someone who's doing this professionally they're going to put their work out there like that so that you can make a decision and also just like with anything whether you're picking a doctor or a psychic whatever you need to harmonize with the person and feel comfortable with them so you know don't don't uh, be afraid to ask to talk to them for a minute or to reach out to them or email them and and make sure that their personality and the the way they deliver Mm -hmm. the information is something that's going to be beneficial how do you see an aura over the phone or via skype Oh, it's so easy because there's two ways to see an aura. You can see it physically with the eye, which I do, and I Mm -hmm. teach people to do this. But you can also see it through your third eye, which is just like how you're seeing psychic. So I read for people all over. I have a ton of clients in Australia and in Canada and all over the place that I never get to meet face-to-face. But once I usually once I tap into a person's energy the minute they answer the phone mm-hmm. or sometimes even from their email, I already see most of their life story and their aura and what's going on. And, and at that point, I'm just waiting for the session to to do that. And even when I read in person, Rob, I have my assistant bring the person into my office and I'm turned around in a high back chair and I'm not facing them. And I prefer not to look at them and I ask them not to speak. And I open up and I give the reading what I see about them. Mm -hmm. When I'm done, then I turn around and face them and see them physically for the first time. I don't, I don't want it to distract me, you know, what they look like or, you know, or anything like that. And um, I just, so that I'm open and I'm just a pure, clear channel at that point, getting what I'm getting from their energy, not from, you know, um, things that, you know, some other people, 
you know, have been accused of sure. doing are things like that they're looking to see if you're wearing a wedding ring or if you're frowning or whatever. So I prefer the phone where I don't know at all. <laughs> um, how do you avoid dependency of certain people contacting you on a regular basis? You know, we used to do, we used to have Friday nights, I'd open the lines and we'd have a guest psychic. And it came to the point where I, I stopped that because you had the same people jamming the boards, always asking the same question. How do you as a professional avoid that? I learned early on that situation. I was experiencing that. So what I do is I have an agreement with my clients Mm -hmm. that I read for them once a year, and that's it. And I tell them, I give them the year in review. I tell them what's coming up. I tell them astrologically. I tell them psychically. And I give them a roadmap for a year of everything to expect. And I tell them this should be enough for you to to get through the year. And so that's the most I'll read for a person. The only time I'll read for them otherwise is if there's a big event, uh, one of the big five, like we call it, um, that you're trying to buy real estate, you know, Mm -hmm. move and sell a home, uh, that you've got a big career change you're looking to do something if it's a major life event like that or you're thinking of getting married then i'll do a special reading for them but otherwise it's once a year so that they don't get dependent unless they're unless i'm doing coaching with them but coaching is different i teach people how to to uh use their intuition to build their business whether it's as an entrepreneur or to you know to grow their career but those are coaching sessions where we're working and actively doing things together i'm not telling you you know if that boyfriend's going to keep cheating on you because yes he is if you're calling me for the third time (laughs) have you seen a difference in the type of person that would contact you the uh the uh, the change in the questions that are being asked you know as as you said, you know, a lot of the calls are for love, job, um, let me see, money is a biggie. Um, or, or are the questions getting deeper, more soul-searching, more more spiritual? I think this is just part of the human condition that mm-hmm. most questions regard health, wealth, and love. And everything cycles around those three. Um, the difference is that, you know, and I think I've done this kind of, that was my job to do to express what kind of psychic I am and what you're going to receive if you work with me. And that's that um, I'm going to give it to you straight. And so sometimes, you know, that can be a little hard to hear because I'm going to talk about your part in this situation as well. Right. And then uh, because I'm an old wisdom teacher, that's what I first studied was the ancient wisdom teachings and from the mystery schools. And that's about accountability and self, uh, you know, looking at self. Who am I? Why am I here? What's going on? So as a psychic, I take my clients on a little bit of a different journey. And so we look at what's going on in their lives that they're creating, that they're doing and experiencing, which then you can then look and see how that's reflecting outwardly, whether it's in your career or your love life. And so it's a, it's a different way to look at it, but it's more empowering. And so those clients tend to come back when they have a different reading with me with more um, intense self-aware questions than wanting to know at a deeper spiritual level, okay, I got that, mm-hmm. and I, I changed that cycle, so I don't have that same relationship. So now I want to go deeper. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? Let's let's explore that. So it's an evolutionary process with me, and that's just how I like to, how I like to teach and work. You mentioned the ancients. Who were these ancients, and, and what happened to them? They were the mystery schools, and they're still around. They're just quiet. And that was my first book, Nine Life-Altering Lessons, Secrets of the Mystery Schools Unveiled, where I talked about those. And I studied in this lifetime with three different mystery schools that still teach that information. The most popular, famous ones are when we go back to ancient Egypt and we, you know, we hear about those, or the Greeks and their their schools of philosophy and the old temple that still stands with the carving above it that says, "Man, know thyself." Yeah. And that's what they were dedicated to is asking these questions. And that's the first book I wrote, the Nine Life Altering Lessons, is what I teach my students who study the the mystery school teachings. And that it was my students who begged me to write that book and say, you know, this is what you're teaching, and not everyone can come study with you so can you write a book about it and that's what i did they're still around they're just mystery schools are quiet they're not 
you know, they're they're not advertising a lot. They're just, you know, that if you're if you're seeking that information, it kind of finds you, or you find a teacher, and that's how it happened with me. And my teacher said, "You're going to teach this one day," and I said, "No, there's no way." And here I am. So, you know, it just if it's meant to be, it happens. In your opinion, what is the what has been the most awe-inspiring prediction that you yourself gave that changed a life? beyond the person's belief? Oh. <laughs> um, well, some I can't say because actually a lot of my clients are um, in public fields. Oh, I would not ever ask you to disclose any confidentiality. I would okay. never do of that. Of course, yeah. A lot of them have been very rewarding like that when I help people in mm-hmm. those situations. But... The one that was a group one, I guess, was I was in a meeting one day and I was uh, with some entrepreneurs and I was teaching them how to take their business from one store to grow it into 10 to 20 stores like they wanted. And I was giving the presentation on how I could show them to do that with future trends. And in the middle of the presentation, I got very ill and um, had to excuse myself. And I was just, it was like I had the flu all of a sudden. I was really sick. I, I had to apologize and leave. And I went home and sat down to meditate, trying to figure out what was going on. And I was seeing visions of this terrible storm and people drowning and, um, you know, animals and people being hurt. It was just overwhelming. And it went on. And for several hours when I went to sleep, I was dreaming about it. And um, I knew it was going to be a terrible hurricane that was going to, you know, harm a lot of people. So I, you know, as a psychic, it's not really appreciated yet. There's nowhere I can't call the National Guard or... Sure. <laughs> Those people won't listen to me, right, and say that. And, um, you know, I was having this dream before there was even a hurricane out there, but I knew it was going to be um, going to hit New Orleans, that it was going to be a hurricane there that was Katrina. I didn't know it was going to be named Katrina. I knew it was a hurricane, and it was going to really be devastating to Louisiana and Mississippi. And um, so I let everyone know that I could that lives in that area, and I'm from that area, so I have a lot of family and friends, and gave everyone warning to get out, you know, and and, uh, many of them told me, you know, affected them deeply and helped them prepare for it. They took it seriously, and, you know, and it was a help. And it's it's a hard thing to see that because I wanted to be able to tell anyone who would listen, and you just don't, um, you know, psychic things like that just aren't taken seriously yet where you can do that. But maybe one day, because I don't enjoy seeing those things. And and I'm an empath, which means I feel everything emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I was so sick because I was just experiencing the pain and the fear and the loss of life. It's very overwhelming sure. to experience. But it's for a reason, and I'd like to be able to help people when it happens. And I don't know if you know those studies with Dr. Roger Nelson. He used to be in Princeton at the Pear Lab, and he still does them. He has these little devices they call eggs, and they're able to track. It's called the Global Consciousness Project. He's fascinating with that. And he picks up these little things. They look like um, like a heart monitor, but they pick up things that are happening in a place in the world with these monitors, and it goes really high like an earthquake chart, and they don't know what it is. They can just tell on a global consciousness level that, that there's a reaction to it. The fascinating thing is he picks it up three days before it happens, showing that we're not really living in this time right now in third dimension. We're already experiencing it on an emotional level three days prior. So I've had him, you know, I've I had talks with him and just really enjoy his work because he's putting a scientific sure. part to it that shows what I feel inside as a psychic, you know, and I think when science and spirituality work together, this is when we're really going to change the world. Please stand by, Kayla. You and I have to uh, take a break. We'll be back shortly as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Exonation Kayla Ambrose is my guest. Her website is exploreyourspirit.com. And her new book, published by the good people at Llewellyn, is The Awakened Psychic. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. Hey, Kayla, this is the, 
excuse me, this is the final segment. It is 12 minutes. Uh, what will happen is that um, as we get closer to the to the end of the segment, Craig will drop the line. But as soon as I get the link from engineering, I will email it to you or send it to you via Skype. I'll, yeah, I like email. And uh, this, uh, this, uh, this, wow, this interview that we're doing right now will be played tonight at 11 o'clock Eastern. Perfect. I'll be sure to share it with everybody. Thank okay, you. Okay, my great pleasure. And thanks, Craig, out there, wherever you are. He's putting his thumbs up to you. <laughs> um, but let me just see. What have we got coming back, Craig? No, I don't like that. Try something else, Craig. Nope. Try something else. Nope. Try something else. That sounds familiar, Craig. Did we all replay that? Uh, let me see. It's called One Day in May. No, we didn't play it yet, Craig. So, yes, please go ahead. <laughs> All right, Craig, uh, set me up on what would you on the clock? All right, Craig, to me in 10 seconds on tone, please. Thank you. Ambrose is our very special guest this hour, Exonation. She has a brand new book out by, that is published by our friends at Llewellyn. The name of her book is The Awakened Psychic. Now, Kayla, where can our listeners get a copy of your new book? The book is out everywhere. Well, it will be on November 8th of this year. It's mm -hmm. actually its release date. And so it's on Amazon online. It's on uh, in Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can buy it directly from even Llewellyn's website. Exxon uh, Ambrose, I, I, I'm sorry, Kayla, this is a very spiritual, funny time of year. You have Halloween coming up, and it seems that people start looking into the paranormal through big eyes because Halloween is going to be here. Witches, warlocks, uh, pumpkins. What's your take on Halloween? I love Halloween. The, the fall is my favorite time of year. Really, September through December is my favorite. I, I love the season and the holidays. And I teach about that. If you go to my website, exploreyourspirit.com, I have a series of courses that I teach the whole year, one for each month, about the seasons. And one of them about there is Halloween and showing why the veil does thin. And there are times of year and certain cycles, the equinoxes, mm -hmm. the solstices, and, and certain times of the year like Halloween where the veil does lift. And it's an opportunity to speak to those in spirit if you would like to. It's gotten very commercialized now, and Hollywood's put a spin on it sure. like it does. But in, in reality, it's a wonderful time, and I have a course on there where I teach people if they want to communicate with loved ones who have passed, how to uh, set the intention for that, what to do, and to set up a little uh, group and have a, a dinner and invite that loved one in spirit to come to dinner if you'd like to, to connect with them and, and try to communicate with them. And it doesn't have to be a scary thing. Hollywood's made that very you know, sound very scary, but it's actually a very loving thing. And, and other cultures honor this tradition, whether it's the Day of Dead in Mexico and other places, they understand that, that it's a it's a powerful time when the veils happen to be thinner. And if you want to do some talking on the other side, uh, it's a good time to do it. Just just educate yourself so that you do put some protection around you. Um, and I call that, you know, protecting your aura and your energy, putting the white light around you. I teach you how to do that in that video, in that course. 
so that, you know, that you only communicate with those that you want to. Because like anything, just like on the Internet, you know, you have virus protection so that you're not just getting anything out there. It's the same thing when you're talking to the other side. You do want to practice psychic protection and, and put up a, a protective field and then go talk to who you want to. Is there any danger of someone who is not a practiced psychic like you are or a, or a psych or as a trained medium that if they were to try to communicate with someone on the other side that they could be fooled bamboozled and end up opening up a can of worms that they really don't want to open Yes, and I think that's with anything. It pays to be educated. Uh, you know, if if you've never invested before and you don't research, you know, mm-hmm. how best to, to put your money, where to put it, whether it's a bank or an investment company, you you can be fooled by someone who says they're going to treat your money well and they, they take off with it, you know, or, or any practical application in life. It's always good to to take a little time and get educated to know what to do so that you get the best results possible. Or you can learn the hard way, the school of hard knocks, which mm-hmm. is what you're describing. <laughs> yeah. If somebody is practicing and they don't have the right amount of experience and they do bring something across that should not be brought across, how do they, how do they reverse it? Is there a way that they can undo this un, unwanted visitor or should they call a, an expert like yourself to help them re reset everything so to speak well it depends on what it is that they've brought across there's different things you know some things mm-hmm. you know don't have much energy so they come for a minute and maybe it's a unsettling experience but that's all the energy they could produce and it's gone uh you know if you're looking into it at that point where you're learning a ritual to open that door uh, and do those kind of things, then you should probably look into the rest of it and, and do learn the protective parts. Because just dabbling with it like that, we've all heard stories about people that do that, whether it's a Ouija board or, you know, or they read something on the Internet and tried something and, and opened a door that they couldn't close. And many times, yes, people aren't able to close that door by themselves and, and put things back. So it is good to, to enlist the help of someone if you do that. But uh, the better option is don't do it. Learn first. Learn and then, you know, go do so that you don't have that experience and so that it can be a very life-affirming wonderful experience uh you know where you're communicating sure. with the people that you want to a lot of people when they think of mediumship they think of a ouija board what is your professional opinion of ouija boards are they as dangerous as people claim should they be burned should they be tossed out of a house where they're found or should they just be looked at as another divination tool I don't, I don't use Ouija boards, and, and I don't recommend them, mainly because people are opening up using mm-hmm. that, and they're, uh, the way it's designed, you know, with the intention when they're there, it's people usually that haven't learned, you know, some of the protective things, you know, a good defense, I guess, that you need to have. Sure. So it opens up to bring things around, and they do become troublesome. And, you know, I've talked with Lorraine Warren and Ed Lorraine Warren, if you know about oh, their sure. work. You know, they worked on the Amityville Horror and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, she and I have talked about that with the Ouija board and the problems. And, you know, Ed's gone now. It's just Lorraine, but she's got that museum there full of things like that and, uh, you know, where things have had things attached to them and, and they've become a big problem for people. I, I don't know about burning them if it's necessary. I just say don't use them. But I will tell you, I do have one that I keep, but I don't have the planchette with it. The planchette's the little thing you move sure. around. Yeah. Um, but I use it for Halloween parties, and I serve um, appetizers on it. And the joke <laughs> is like, you know, let's see if they'll move around. <laughs> and do they? <laughs> no, they they move too quick off the board with people's hands. So it's just a it's a fun little thing for a Halloween party. But I don't recommend using them in practice. There's much better, safer, uh, and uh, more clear communicative ways to do that type of work. If it's something that you want to do, where you can, you know, speak with someone directly, mm-hmm. and you're you're protected in the white lie. You're asking specifically. I teach about that. I have courses on my. In my school with that, I have six weeks of psychic school where I teach you all of this through video that you can download and watch and show you safely how to do it, including how to astral travel, how to go the other side and see your Akashic records, how to interact with your spirit guides, and and go to the higher planes where you don't need something like a Ouija board to do it. For someone starting out, 
who would like to become a psychic and follow the route that you and I have been talking today about. Where can they go? What should they do? And how long will it take them to be part of the world that you are? Well, yeah, of course, I'm going to say come to exploreyourspirit.com and I was read my books say and that, take sure. the courses. But, <laughs> but there's lots of great teachers out there. So I say, you know, find the person mm-hmm. that you resonate with, that you're energetically feels like the right teacher for you. And there's lots of good teachers out there doing this good work. So, you know, uh, you, you can find them. As to how much time it takes, it depends on the person, uh, how ready you are for it, how much uh, energy you have towards it, mm-hmm. and how much work you're going to put into it to practice and to learn. And, you know, it's at different levels. And so you have to think of it as a, as a personal practice that it'll take what it takes in the time for you. And like everything, you know, we could all decide we're going to learn to play piano tomorrow and all take the lessons, but one person's just going to be a natural or prodigy and they're going to play better than all of us no matter what we do, and we have to accept that. And the rest of us will probably do pretty well, and some of us won't do that great, and a lot of that is because, you know, maybe we're not really into practicing when we get home or it sounded good but we lost interest. So it's, you know, it, it, where you fall into that really depends on you and, and your abilities and, and what you brought back with you from other lifetimes, which that's what I think a prodigy is when you see those kids that come back and play violin, you know, sure. like a master at five years old. They're coming back from a past life where they've been playing violin for a long, long time, and they're just carrying that over. And some of us have those abilities, and I remembered my past lives when I was little. I was telling my parents about it, you know, how I lived before and what I did and, you know, where I taught in this temple. <laughs> they didn't know what to think, you know, but I, I remembered it. And, and you can you can learn to do that, to open up and remember your past lives and see what you're taking with you, which helps you define your purpose of what you're doing here in this lifetime and, and why you have the skills you do. You know, Rob, you talked mm-hmm. about being a former police officer, and if you trace yours back, I'm sure you have a strong sense of justice and fairness and, you know, probably times as a a knight and someone in shining armor, wow. you know, protection and daring. And so you, when you open up to that, that's, you see, okay, why do I have these, these longings to mm-hmm. do this career or to be this person? What are your final words for the Exxon Nation tonight? That all of you are psychic. Everyone is psychic. And if you're ready, you can open up and explore. And it's not scary. It's fun. It's interesting. You can take it as far as you want. Don't confuse it with what we were talking about earlier, about mediumship. That's different, Mm -hmm. talking to spirits. Psychic is just about tapping into your intuition and helping you to make good decisions about your life, your love, your career, and about the future. It doesn't have to be woo-woo or scary, and you don't have to do any, you know, odd type of rituals or wear a turban or burn incense (laughs) or anything else. (laughs) Just be yourself. Yes, and just open up to the possibilities. Kayla, you and I have to say so long for tonight. I do want to thank you ever so much for joining us. As always, a great pleasure talking to you. And once again, congratulations on your new book. And I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the Exxon. Don't be a stranger. Thank you so much. Exxon Nation, Kayla Ambrose has been our guest this hour. If you'd like to find out more about Kayla, visit her website at exploreyourspirit.com. And if you'd like to get a copy of The Awakened Psychic, it's going to be available everywhere, including Llewellyn.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 